Our text this morning will be from Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 to 24. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 to 24. Verse 18 says, Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the oaks, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I form for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Yet you have not called on me, Jacob. You have not worried yourselves for me, Israel. You have not brought me sheep for burnt offerings, nor honor me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with grain offerings or wearied you with demands for incense. You have not brought me fragrance of calmness for me, or lavished on me the fact of your sacrifices. But you have burdened me with your sins and worried me with your offenses. Let's pray. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Adonai. We bless you for all that you've done in our lives throughout this year. We are here today to say, receive the glory, receive the honor, and receive the adoration. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> Can we give the Lord a clap of praise? God, God is good. I want to talk to you this morning on the theme, preparing for the new year. Preparing for the new year. Preparing for something new in 2019. Now, when I talk about preparing a new year, I'm not saying preparing for 2019 as a year. Because there are people who go year after year, but nothing is changing in their lives. What changes in their lives is the calendar and the dates, but nothing actually changes in their lives. The same life they live in 2017 is the same life they live in 2018, and, and it may be the same life they live in 2019. But if you are going to see something new, which will make the year new, you have to prepare for that year. So what makes a year new is not because the calendar is going to change from 18 to 19. What makes a year new is the new things that begin to happen in your life. Hallelujah. So I want to say today, in this 2019, not only the calendar will change for you, but your life will also change. Amen. I say not only the calendar will change for you, but your life will also change. Amen. Your finances will change. Amen. Your status will change. Your career will change. Amen. Your income will change. Amen. Your family will change. Yes. Everything about your life is about to become new. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Preparing for the new year. There are many reasons why Christians move into new years and nothing changes in their lives. Number one, what I call insanity. What is insanity? Insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. You keep applying the same formula and expecting to have a different result. Like I was saying, the formula to calculate velocity or speed is distance multiplied by the time. 
Distance multiplied by the time is the formula. So if my, if my distance is 20 miles and my time is 2 hours, for example, and I want to calculate the speed or the velocity, I'll take 20 multiplied by 2. That gives me 40 miles per hour. That is my speed. As long as I keep applying that formula, nothing is going to change about my results. So there are Christians who apply the same formula they live the same kind of life and expect things to change. If you keep praying the way you were praying in 2018, next year, nothing is going to change. If you keep giving the way you were giving in 2018, next year, nothing is going to change. If you keep fasting the way you were fasting this year, next year, nothing is going to change. If you keep carrying their grudges, refusing to forgive, you know, fighting, quarreling, living in sin, next year, the year is going to be the same. If you are going to have a different resource next year, change your formula. Hallelujah. Change your formula and things will change. The second reason why Christians move into the new year and don't see anything new is what I call the crossover and the carryover. The crossover into the new year and the carryover things into the new year. For example, there is somebody you are not forgiven that is you have a problem with this year. You carry that same grudge into the new year. What happens? You continue to live the same life you were living in 2018. There is a sin you are struggling with. There is a problem you have. Instead of dropping that sin this year, you cross over with that situation into the new year. There are bad habits that you have. You cross over with those bad habits into the new year. What do you expect is going to change about the year? Every baggage that you have cross over with you into the new year. The reason why God did not allow any of the Egyptians to cross the Red Sea, but drowned them all was because God did not want any Egyptian to have any influence on his people. That is why they were all drowned, and no one that was pursuing them followed them into the promised land. I want to pray as we end this year today, may nothing follow you into 2019. Amen. I say, may nothing follow you into 2019. Amen. Every trouble that you have faced, Every difficulty you have faced, every crisis you've experienced, every problem you've experienced, it will not follow you into 2019. Amen. I say, may it not follow you into 2019. Amen. So, before this year ends, begin to cut yourself. If there is something you used to do, make, make up your mind that that thing ends this year. Amen. That thing ends this year. Amen. This bad habit that I have, it ends this year. This bad character that I have, it ends this year. Amen. This pain that I have, this grudge, this unforgiveness that I have, it ends this year. Amen. I am not carrying them over into 2019 because this year, the Lord is doing something new. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't cross over. Now when we go back to the text, if God is going to do something new for us in 2019, there are things we must take into consideration. Number one, the Bible clearly says, number one, in verse 19, it says, forget the past. That's number one condition. Forget the past. Now, when God says forget the past, the prophet was speaking to the Israelites because they have been in captivity. They were captivated so many times. They have disappointed God so many times. They have failed so many times. And so anytime God is telling them something about the future, they tend not to believe because they always consider the past. What is a guarantee that what God says is going to happen? 
We've always been in captivity. We're always suffering. We're always struggling. What is a guarantee that 2018, 2019 is going to be different from 2018? God says, forget the past. Forget the disappointments you had this year. Forget the pains you had this year. Forget the shame you experienced this year. Forget the disappointments. Forget the heartbreaks. Because I am doing something new. As long as you continue to hold on to the past, it's like a man driving backwards. Who have you ever seen on the highway driving backwards? Like driving on the reverse on the highway. You will not go with speed. You will surely crash. The reason why many of us cannot go forward into what God is doing is because we hold on to the past. We have not moved on from the past. God says, let it go. I don't care how many people disappointed you this year. God says, forget the past. I don't care how many people you were hoping in. How many friends disappointed you? How many relationships did not work? God says, forget the past. I don't know how many businesses you tried to do that did not work. God says, forget the past. I don't know how many places you went for interview that were not hired. God says, forget the past. Because 2019, I am doing something new. Hallelujah. Forget the past. You remember the children of Israel. One of the things that delayed them not to get into the promised land was that they refused to forget the past. Anytime they encountered a difficulty, instead of saying to Moses, Moses, what is the way forward? What is God saying? The first thing they said to Moses was this. Moses, why did you bring us to die in this place? In Egypt, we had garlics, we had cucumber, we had food to eat. We even had grapes. They did not forget where they came from. God is saying, maybe you have some glorious moments in 2018. What I'm about to do for you in 2019 cannot be compared with anything you experienced in 2018. So forget the past. All those fake promises, he said, forget them. Because this year coming, I'm doing something new in your life. Amen. Amen. Don't be so acquainted with pain. Don't be so acquainted with disappointment that you refuse to believe the word of God. When you look at the word behold in, in the King James, when it says see, behold is an exclamation that calls for attention. God is saying, hey, can you not see that something is about to change? Like I said in the beginning, not only the calendar is about to change, but I'm believing that in this 2019, major changes are going to happen in your life. I wish somebody could say amen. amen. I said major changes. Major changes. Some of us are going to have jobs that they pay will make us surprised that am I the one receiving this kind of pay? Major changes. Hallelujah. In this 2019. But you cannot keep on being angry with your overtime that he did not give you, your supervisor that did not do what you forget the past. How you apply for overtime, they approve somebody else and not you. How you apply for this job and they not give it to you. God says, forget about those little overtime. I'm about to give you a job with no overtime and more money. I hope somebody could say amen. amen. Forget the past. Number two, if we are going to see, experience something new this year, number two, God says, see the possibility of a better year. He says, behold, I do a new thing. He said, do you not perceive it? Do you not perceive it? I'm doing something new. Do you not perceive it? It means that until you see what God is doing, you cannot experience what God is doing. Like we used to say, what you picture, you capture. Yes. 
May I say that again? What you picture, you capture. And what you conceive, you receive. If you cannot picture 2019 with victory, you can't see victory. If you cannot picture 2019 as your year to, to be celebrated, you will not see celebration. If you cannot conceive the idea that in 2019, something is about to happen to you great, nothing is going to happen. So I want you, as this year begins to end, begin to picture yourself in that dream job. Begin to picture yourself in that marriage. Begin to picture yourself in that breakthrough. Begin to picture yourself in that new business. Begin to picture yourself where God wants you to be. Because if you see it, God will surely give it to you. In Genesis chapter 13, after Lot separated from Abraham, after they separated, they've been quarreling. Lot is the nephew of Abraham. By every respect, they should not be quarreling because this is your uncle. But they started quarreling. This is a small boy that he brought from home. Now, because the boy gave a little bit more of cattle, he thought that he was a big man. They started quarreling. And Abraham said to Lot, choose any direction you go and, and I'll go the opposite. So we don't fight. He was a man of peace. In 2019, listen, don't strive. If somebody wants to come here with trouble, don't start saying, Mama, beg. Let's not concern. Leave that person alone because if you fight, you are going to miss God's blessing for your life. Don't even quarrel with anybody because God is doing something great. The Bible says immediately God, Lord, left Abraham. The Lord spoke to Abraham and said, Look in both, in all directions. Look east, look west, look south, look north. As far as you can see, I'm giving it to you. As far as you can see, I am giving it to you. What does that mean? The boundaries of the promised land were not based on any topographic features. They were based on how far Abraham could see. So, as far as you can see in 2019, the Lord is giving it to you. As far as you can see in your career, the Lord is giving it to you. As far as you can see in your marriage, the Lord is giving it to you. As far as you can see in your finances, the Lord is giving it to you. Amen. So see big. Picture yourself in that place in this year coming. Because God is doing something new. There was a time in the Bible, in 2 Kings chapter 7, there was a famine in the land. No food in the city. Everywhere was dry. And the prophet Elijah prophesied and said, by this time tomorrow, there will be food everywhere. And a personal assistant to the king said, that is impossible. That is impossible. How can we have food from nowhere? And Elijah said to, Elijah said to him, he said, because you do not believe, you will see, but you will not eat. And the next day, there were some lepers who were so hungry. And they said to themselves, if we stay here, we are going to die. If we go into the city, we are going to die. He said, let us go into the camp of the enemy. Perhaps we will find food in the, in the camp of the enemy. When they got to the camp of the enemy, the Bible says while they were coming, God caused their footsteps to sound like the footsteps of chariots that the enemies ran away and left everything. And these four lepers, when they saw the food, they ate, they gathered for themselves and they said, today is a good day. We've not done good. Let's go tell our people. And they went and told Israel. Israel came and gathered food. And exactly as the man of God said, Food became cheap in the town. But the man who refused to believe was killed on that same day. He saw it, but he did not eat it. 
I want to say in 2019, like I'm saying here today, maybe you're just saying amen because the pastor said so. I want you to believe that in 2019, some of the things that you have struggled to have, you pray to have, you've, you, you, you've done every strategy to have. This year, it is coming to you without effort. In 2019. I say it is coming to you without effort. Listen, the jobs you are going to have in 2019 will not be because you perform well in an interview. It is God's favor that will give you that job in 2019. Something great is about to happen. Believe it. Number three, if you are going to see what God is doing in 2019, something new. Number three, make sacrifices. Make sacrifice. The reason why many Christians don't see any new thing in their life is lack of sacrifice. Lack of sacrifice. Sacrifice in every area. For example, you have a witch, for example, who is staying in your ne- in your, in, beside your house. And that witch gets up every night and fly. And I'm telling you this because when I was living in Cameroon, back then when I was in high school, there was a lady who had a house that was strength beside our house. And every night that I get up to pray, I feel a resistance. And then God started opening my eyes to see that that lady was a principality in that neighborhood. She controls the affairs in the night in that neighborhood. So it was either power against power. So I understood that one, one minute prayer cannot deal with that lady. 30 minutes prayer cannot deal with that lady. So I get up in the night at 12 and I start speaking in tongues in the living room, walking around, walking around. And I tell you, whenever I met with that lady in the day, she doesn't look at my face. Because I know what we meet in the night. You have your supervisor who is a resecution, who is a witch. And that is the same man to sign your promotion. And you get up and pray for five minutes a day and expect your promotion to come. It will not come. You have to get into fasting and prayer and say, any man holding my promotion in this job in 2019, release it now or die. You have to make sacrifices in the realm of the spirit. That is why when you fast, you fast sacrificially. When you consider what God has for you, food goes away from your mouth. But when you do not understand sacrifices, you start fasting in the morning and your stomach starts grumbling at 12. You say, oh, thank you, Jesus. You've answered, you eat. Because you don't understand sacrifice. When you go through that day with your belly going inside, something is happening in the spirit. As you go day one, Day two, day three, God is dealing with your enemies as you make those sacrifices. Hallelujah. This year coming is a year for you to increase your sacrifice. Sacrifice the way you give. Like I tell somebody, if you give one dollar every time in offering, for example, and you continue to give the same one dollar every time the next year, nothing is going to change in, in your finances. I'm not just saying to the church, the way you give to your friends, give to your family, give to you have to increase the way you give. Your generosity has to increase. Hallelujah. You have to give more because the Bible says God cannot be mocked. Whatever a man sow, that shall he what? Reap. You cannot reap what you have not sown. So this year, sow more so you can achieve more. Sow more so you can achieve more. Hallelujah. The Bible clearly says, for God so loved the world that he what? He gave. God did not pray for the world. He did not fast for it. He gave. And what how did he give? He gave sacrificially. His only begotten son. So this year coming, make sacrifices. Hallelujah. Program yourself to pray. 
You are going to pray at times that are not convenient. You are going to pray at moments that are not good. But give yourself to prayer. Hallelujah. You may be praying in school, you are praying. Sometimes I go to pray in the morning. I get into my closet to pray. The place is so cold that I can't even pray. But sometimes I have to strive to pray a little bit. Because I understand it's all about sacrifices. Listen. I always call this example. When you go to every major market in Africa, whether it's Mashi Central in Douala, whether it's uh, Mashi Asigame in Togo, whether it's the Accra Central market that I've been to all, the Muslims have the strongest influence in the market. These people close their stores five times a day. They go and pray and they see several than the Christians. You know what counts in the spirit ring? Sacrifice. You get up in the morning, you do sign of the cross prayer. You can't even pray for three minutes. And you expect to go conquer a man who has slept in the grave for three years, three days. He's been sleeping in the grave, burning red candles all out throughout the night. And he comes out in the morning, you expect to overpower him just because you think you're born again. You have to make sacrifices to position yourself in authority and power in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Remember one time where I was telling you that we were praying for a lady that was possessed and we put the lady in the middle and we, we surrounded her. The lady looked at, looked at us round. He said, you, 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 you cannot pray for me, get out. Because the devil can weigh your spiritual life in the spirit. You go for one month without reading the Bible, you go for one more without praying for 30 minutes a day, and you expect to overpower it. The devil knows your level. But this year coming, we are going to be so powerful that when the enemy sees us, they flee, they take exit. We cannot drive on the same highway with the enemy. They have to exit. Is somebody hearing me? This year coming, your fire is going to be so high that some people will leave you. They will stop being friends with you. Because your fire is so hot. Make sacrifices. And lastly, if you're going to see something new in this year God is, God is doing, it says, like we read in the Bible, it says, I have not burdened you to bring me incense. The only thing you've burdened me with is your sins. In 2019, we don't want to be Christians who always come to us and say, forgive me, forgive me. Oh God, forgive me. Always asking for forgiveness. This year, strive to live above sin. May sin not be your problem this year coming. May you not be the one that anytime you want to pray, oh God, forgive me for what I said to my sister. Forgive me for what I said to you. Every time you're asking for forgiveness, this year coming, may sin not be your problem. Hallelujah. Live above sin. Live above sin. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 34, it says, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to the people. What does that mean? Righteousness will bring you to a place of celebration. But sin will bring you down. So every time you sin, you're, you're reducing your glory. The Bible says for all are sin and falling short of the glory of God. So anytime you sin, your glory reduces. Anytime you sin, your glory reduces. Anytime you sin, your glory reduces. It's like a woman who has makeup on. And every time you sin, you wipe that makeup off. Every time you sin, you wipe it off. By the time you keep sinning, sinning, at the end of the day, there's no makeup on your face, so your beauty goes away. That is exactly what happens to the spirit. When a man continually lives in sin, your glory begins to evaporate. But in this 2019, we want to walk in righteousness. I admire what Jesus says. 
Jesus said, the prince of the world has nothing against me. In other words, if the devil wants to examine me, there is no sin he can find in me. This 2019 is a year to walk in righteousness. Like I said, don't strive. Don't argue. Don't fight. Let God fight for you. Amen. Amen. Don't let bitterness stay in your heart. Don't let unforgiveness stay in your heart. Let this year be a year where you just praise, you rejoice, and celebrate the good things God is doing. Sin is a virus. You know, it eats up gradually like cancer. You know, when a man is living in sin, it doesn't show your face, but in your spirit, it is eating you up like cancer. You are dying spiritually. Sin has an odor that God cannot stand. When a man is living in sin, you have an odor like a skunk that God cannot stand. So anytime you come around, God has to walk away because God cannot stand sin. That is what the Bible says. The prayer of a sinner is an abomination unto the Lord because God cannot stay where there is sin. So if we are going to see God move in our lives in 2019, we have to stay away from sin. You cannot continue to live in sin and expect God to do something different for you. Sin is a slap in God's face. You slap God right in his face like, what, who do you think you are? I want to live the way I want. But in this year coming, we want to live a life of righteousness. Hallelujah. We want to live in a way that glorifies his name and exalts his, his name in everything we do in our lives. So in this 2019, like I said, number one, forget the past. I don't know who offended you this year. How many people broke your heart this year? What relationship did not work? What job did not get? God says, forget it. Number two, see the possibility of something new. Hallelujah. Like, like a woman that was looking for a child. And the pastor said, you are going to have a child. The pastor said, ha. You read that in the Bible in 2 Kings chapter 4. The Shunammite woman. When Elisha said, by this time next year, you have. He said, I'm not even asking you for a child. What is your problem? Because she wasn't seeing herself having a child. So this year, see yourself receiving that thing. Number three, make sacrifices. Pray more. Fast more. Give more. Study more. Love God more. Be zealous about the things of God. And the last thing, strive to live above sin. If you do all these things, I want to tell you that 2019, nothing will be able to stop us. Can we stand on our feet as we begin to pray? Let's stand on our feet as we pray today. We want to pray today that God will grant us the grace. That this 2019 will not just change in a calendar. Our lives will also change in Jesus' name.